Father in heaven, we thank you today for your many blessings. On this preparation day, preparing for your Sabbath, preparing for the end, preparing for your second coming. Bless us now, we pray, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, friends, welcome one. Welcome all to this midday power surge. Greetings, salutations. I missed you all. But by God's grace, we have returned. You know, friends, I was thinking on Revelation chapter 3, addressing the church of Laodicea. And the Bible tells us in verse 18 that Jesus says, Come and buy of me. And what are we to buy? We are to buy the things that we lack. And what is he telling us to buy? To buy gold trod in the fire. To buy that white raiment. As well as to buy the anointing. He wants to anoint our eyes with eyesalve. By the eyesalve. Do I see my need? Do you see your need? And friends, this is how we are going to close this midday power surge. But before I get into that, I want to segue into the breaking news. These current events that show the second coming of Christ is even at the doors. The mark of the beast is right upon us. And we can see the fulfillment of Matthew 24. Put that down, friends. Matthew 24. Agnes, I see my need. Saved by God's grace, commandment keeper, Mary. All right, my friends, Mastiff, Vladimir, welcome one, welcome all. We are seeing these events, and Matthew 24 tells us when we shall see wars, famines, pestilences, that's diseases, earthquakes in diverse places, the end is right upon us. Men's hearts failing them for fear. Take a look at this. All right, friends, this is from Daily Mail. Everything we know, we know about deadly coronavirus in China. Look at how many countries are being affected. This coronavirus has indeed gone viral. Look at it, friends, in China, Thailand, Vietnam, South Korea, Japan. The UK, Singapore, the USA. All right, friends. Food market at center of deadly coronavirus outbreak admits selling live koalas, snakes, rats, and wolves. By the way, look at that phrase, outbreak. The Bible tells us, put this scripture down, friends. Hosea chapter 4. The Bible tells us in Hosea chapter 4. That due to man's sins, correspondingly, proportionately, disease in the animal kingdom. Read that. Hosea chapter 4, verse number 1. Swearing, lying, killing, stealing, committing adultery. They break out or there will be a break out. Break out of what? Disease. Disease weird. Verse 3. In the animals. Disease weird in the birds of the air. Disease weird in the fishes of the sea. Look at this, friends. Human, humans likely got the deadly Chinese 
coronavirus from snakes and it goes on even from certain fishes while it gains all right friends there it is top left of your screen what's happening now in china look at the bottom right of your screen experts expert who helped tackle sars warns the chinese coronavirus outbreak Hosea chapter 4, verse 1 through verse 3, and then verse 6, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Expert who helped tackle SARS warns the Chinese coronavirus outbreak could be at least 10 times worse than the 2003 epidemic that left 775 people dead. Look at this, friends. The Telegraph, coronavirus has now spread to five other countries, including the United States. It has gone viral. It has gone global. This past Sabbath, we showed the surveillance, the persecution that began in China has now come to America and other nations. And I gave it a title, Made in China. Pestilences? Coronavirus made in China. All right, friends, take a listen to this. Take a listen. The man sickened by the coronavirus entered the U.S. via Seattle International Airport on January 15th. He's a resident of Snohomish, Washington, north of Seattle. Officials say he had traveled to the region around Wuhan, China, where the outbreak began. The first case of novel coronavirus is a Washington man in his 30s who returned from Wuhan, subsequently got ill, sought medical care, and was promptly identified. The man is being treated and closely observed in a Seattle area hospital. He's described as being in stable condition. The coronavirus is believed to have originated at an outdoor market in Wuhan that sold fish and wild game. It has sickened people in China and other individuals in Japan, South Korea, Taiwan, and Thailand. Several. And now in America, remember fishes. What is being fulfilled? Hosea chapter 4, verse 1 through verse 3 and verse 6. Also write down Isaiah 24. Amen, my friends. Verses 1 through verse 9. We are living just before the second coming of Christ. Luke 21 tells us, verse 25 through verse 27. Men's hearts failing them for fear. And for looking after those things which are coming upon the earth. Then we are told we shall see the second coming of Christ. We are nearing home. It's time to look up. Why? Our redemption draweth nigh. Yet the majority of God's professed people are apathetic. Have no desire to have godly compunction for sin. This is Vox News, January 24, 2020. It says, a SARS-like virus is spreading quickly. Skip on down. It says, carefully, my friends, that they're calling for, look at this, the appearance of an infected person in the U.S. means this disease is on the cusp of becoming a pandemic just like SARS in 2003. Are we to be fearful? Are we to be trepid? No, friends. 
but we have to look at these signs and understand them based on the fast-fulfilling prophecy laid out in Scripture. The Bible is a treasure trove of present truth for God's people in the last days. Look at this, Bloomberg News, January 21st, 2020. Headline, the next pandemic will come. Here is how to prepare. Friends, before I read that, they are using the word over and over again, pandemic. That is in the Bible. That's Matthew 24. Wars, famines, pestilences, earthquakes in diverse places. What does that mean? Diverse places. Calamities. The famines will be in diverse places. Diseases, pestilences. This is pandemic, global. All right. This article says there are other links between climate change and pandemics. Look at this, friends. They are talking about the fact climate change is the catalyst for these diseases. The main connection is that global warming actually creates new disease vectors. We are here. Matthew 24, all those four are happening simultaneously. Wars, rumors of wars, famines, diseases, calamities. And what does the Pope say? Must be enforced by all nations to combat global warming, calamities. He says, Sunday. There it is, my friends. Sunday. And this brings us to, write this down, great controversy. Page 589. Page 590, the chapter entitled, the chapter entitled, The Impending Conflict. It tells us of calamities, diseases, and then Sunday will be enforced as the law of the land to bring about a cessation to these things. Are we here, my friends? Look at this. It says the next pandemic will come. It goes on. Screening. And surveillance are needed, but be cautious in a free society. Second sentence, blue words, quarantine should be voluntary at first, at first. Third sentence, red words, once an outbreak goes out of control, of course, quarantines must become mandatory. Could these things lead to Martial law? Could these things also lead to the fulfillment of Luke 21? When you shall see Jerusalem surrounded and compassed with armies, no, the end is near. If you are in, in Jerusalem, Judea, flee to the mountains. What time is it, friends? It's, it's past time. It's high time for conversion. For country living. And friends, do not become discouraged. With Christ, all things are possible. It says, there is a news going around that Bill Gates, his foundation, holds a patent connected to the coronavirus, which has gone viral. Read these statements from Bill Gates, telling us the next crisis will come through deadly pandemic. Viruses, viral warfare, 
and we need vaccines, number one. We need military invention. We need quarantine. Quarantines. All right, friend, the same Bill Gates said what? He's calling for world depopulation by 10%. All right, friends, look at this here. Chinese city stops outbound flights. There it is, my friends. AP News, it says, watch carefully, everyone in the city of Wuhan was to be restricted in some degree. The state-owned people's daily newspaper said no one should be allowed to leave. Then it says, my friends, the World Health Organization, who defines a global emergency as an extraordinary event that constitutes a risk to other countries and requires a coordinated international response. Your rights are restricted, surrendered. Can you see now, friends, when they introduce Sunday by law to combat calamities, to combat famine, to combat diseases? You, you will be coerced to give in, friends. Look at this. China locks down 40 million people as anger grows over virus. It's coming, friends. Made in China, churches. Their services have been suspended in China, made in China, shipped, imported by world global nations. So friends, should we just talk about these things? No. How can we use this for aggressive evangelism? Take a look at this, my friends. We just put together an ebook, a PDF file to share with people. Headline, people and politicians panic over global coronavirus. Pestilence, prophecy, prevention. And we are showing this brief article, giving some history, current event, and then we launch into a Bible study. Question and answers. What does the Bible say about what we should eat? How we should live? Meaning hygiene. Health. What does the Bible say about flesh meats in the last days? Snakes eating wolves, eating mice. Rats, bats, koalas. It is because the world have rejected their ignorance of God's commandments, God's judgments, God's statutes, his health laws based on scripture. There it is, my friends. Please, it's going to be posted below in the description box of this video. Friends, share. It's time for aggressive evangelism, my friend. What do you see in the forum? All right, friends, please look at this, my friends. This is USA Today, January 23rd, 2020. Hear that ticking? That's doomsday coming. In 1953, we had two minutes.
after midnight, 1991, 17 minutes, 2019, 2 minutes now, 2020, 100 seconds to midnight, doomsday. It is 100 seconds to midnight. The bearers of unbearable news. Time is almost up until the world is doomed. The hand of this fateful clock. They're calling for doomsday, but we know man doesn't hold the clock of this earth's history. It is Jesus. Who is he waiting on? He's waiting on us. The world is seeing the wars. L let me just give it to you. There it is, my friends. It says, watch carefully, the next pandemic, it's clear. It's coming based on what? Calamities, diseases, seconds to midnight. Seconds to midnight, the world can see it. Why is it we are incredulous as God's professed people? The world can see it. It's midnight. We are nearing home. Who is Christ waiting on for us to get ready? Revelation 7, 1 through verse 4. I choose to be ready today. How about you? Look at this, my friends. This is Washington Examiner, January 21st, 2020. Breaking news like the world, like the world is going to end in 11 years. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said most recently, we have 11 years before doom. The UN General Assembly president said, we only have 10 years. Greta Thunberg stated, we only have eight years. Now, Mr. Trump said, we must reject apocalyptic prophets of doom. Here he is responding to these persons. Listen. Have a listen. This is not a time for pessimism. This is a time for optimism. Fear and doubt is not a good thought process because this is a time for tremendous hope and joy and optimism and action but to embrace the possibilities of tomorrow we must reject the perennial prophets of doom and their predictions of the apocalypse mm. they are the heirs of yesterday's foolish fortune tellers and i have them and you have them and we all have them okay for let's not misconstrue his thoughts. Number one, who is he addressing? The aforementioned people. Can this rhetoric, will this rhetoric, this sentiment also be used and applied to those who are preaching end time Bible prophecies from Daniel, from Revelation? Yes, my friend. Is this sentiment from our president a cry for peace and safety? Yes. And what says 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1 through verse 4? When they shall say peace and safety, then what, my friends? Sudden destruction. We are nearing home, my friends. Look at this. The end, NPR News, the end may be nearer. Doomsday clock moves within 10 seconds of midnight. The world is telling us 100 seconds to midnight. All right, friends. The world is telling us we are nearer. What are we told in Romans chapter 13, verse 11 through verse 15? It is high time to be awakened out of sleep. 
For now our salvation is nearer than when we believed. We are here, my friends. We are here. The night is far spent. Midnight. The day is at hand. Let us put off the works of darkness, having godly compunction for sin. Midnight. Friends, I went to my Bible and looked up the word midnight. They are saying it's midnight based on calamities, diseases. The first place in scripture, we find midnight. What happened at midnight? It's Exodus chapter 11 and 12 at the Passover, the Hebrews leaving Egypt. Go with me, Exodus chapter 11. Notice what was the context, the final plague. What's a plague? A pestilence linked to midnight. What, Christian? And it was in Egypt. And now they're saying calamities, pestilence. We are nearing midnight. All right, friends. And what is ahead of us? The seven last plagues. And the Bible tells us in verse, put it down, in verse 4, verse 5 through verse 7 of chapter 11 of Exodus, God says, at midnight, I'll bring that last plague. And verse number seven, I will make, I will put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. It's the plague of the last days that puts that difference. First, do you not know we all need a strong immune system? Yes, God's health message. And we must have God's character in us? Yes. And notice, my friends, carefully, what commandment will put a difference between us and the world? Ezekiel 20, verse 12, Christian, thank you. And verse 20 is the Sabbath commandment. What, pastor? It doesn't, it's not clear to me. Well, the Bible tells us, if you receive the mark of the beast, Sunday observance by law, and reject God's commandments, God's seven-day Sabbath, you receive the seven last plagues. That makes the difference between God's spiritual Israel and those of the world, the unrepentant. Does that make sense? Look at this now. Chapter 12 of Exodus, verse 22 Verse 23, what was the work of preparation when midnight was nearing? They were to be in the house, the right house, the right church. Amen. Bring in the Lamb of God. It was prophecy, the end is coming, and the Lamb of God, Jesus. Prophecy and Jesus. Amen, my friends. And they were to partake of Christ, eating Christ. And doing it in haste. And those who had no lamb, bring them to your house. Aggressive evangelism. Fathers, husbands, pastors, elders. God spoke through Moses to the fathers, the elders, the husbands first. Set your home in order. Midnight is nearing. So what is God saying to us even now? Midnight is nearing. It's time for us to get ready. Is the blood covering your home? Is the blood of Christ in your heart washing away your sins? It's time to get ready. That's midnight. What about Matthew 25? Verse 1. Verse 6 to verse 13. What happened at midnight? 
Verse 6, a cry at midnight and there was a separation. The wise virgins versus the foolish virgins. And they were all looking for the coming of the bridegroom. At midnight, the five foolish had no oil. Their oil went out. Their oil? They begged the wise, give us off your oil. The wise said, not so. Go and buy for yourselves. And when they went to buy, it was too late. The door was shut. Shut. And what is Christ offering? Lukewarm Laodiceans, buy of me. The eye salve, the anointing, the oil points to what? The Spirit of God. 1 Samuel 16 verse 13. It points to character. Since midnight is nearing, we can die at any time. The second coming of Christ, mark of the beast, these things are near. It's time to buy the oil. Is Christ now selling? Yes. Must we now buy? Yes. And friends, when the mark of the beast is enforced, that is too late for those of us who have access to Christ now. When we can buy or sell in a literal sense then at the mark of the beast, for us who now should buy, it's going to be too late. He's not selling to us. He's selling to those in the world who now have opportunity to receive the loud cry, the everlasting gospel. It's now that we must buy. And we're told in volume 1, page 142, to buy means to make an effort. To make what, friends? An effort. Read that statement. Go to Mark chapter 13 as I close. It's time to buy. Mark chapter 13 as I close. Verse 34 through verse 37, the Bible tells us, Christ says, we must watch, pray, and work. Read it, my friends. Because we do not know when he will come. At what time of the day, but he will come. It's time for us to watch, pray, and work. Get our lambs trimmed and burning. Ah, my friends. You know, beloved, we are told in this statement, volume 9, page 48, go to your rest at night with every sin confessed. Thus we did when in 1844 we expected to meet our Lord. Go to your beds, go to your rest at night with every sin confessed. My friends, so when the bridegroom is about to put in his appearance, you may be ready, even though awakened out of sleep, to go forth to meet him with your lamps trimmed and burning. My wife sang the song, let every lamp be burning bright. It's time to get ready, my friends. Send in your prayer request. Let's prepare for God's Sabbath. Prepare for midnight, mark of the beast, second coming of Christ, that great and bright day. Let every lamp be burning bright, the darkest hour is nearing. The darkest hour of earth's long night before the Lord's appearing. 
His word our lamp, His truth our guide, we cannot be mistaken. Though dangers arise on every side, we shall not be forsaken. Then trim your lamps, my brethren dear, then trim your lamps with godly fear. The Master's coming draweth near, let every lamp be burning.